This is the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent, where you will be encouraged to be confident, courageous, and inspired in everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Encouragement Podcast. I'm your host, Beth. I want our time together to be like two friends catching up together at your favorite coffee shop. So go ahead, grab your cup of coffee, grab your cup of tea, and let's start chatting. I just want to start out today by saying thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you that have subscribed to this podcast and that have shared because it is a great joy to be able to reach other people and to share about God and God's word. And I just want to take time and say thank you guys so much for doing that. I know that it takes time for you all to stop and to do that. So I just want to say thank you so much. And I have something very exciting to share with some of you that may not know but I have been working and published my second book and I'm really excited about that and I want to thank all of you all that have known about the book. I want to thank you for all your prayers. I want to thank you for your support. It is Everyday Encouragement Devotional Prophetic Words to Encourage You and we actually made it as the number one on new devotional a couple of weeks ago. So I'm really excited about that and what you can do is you can go to my website bethasargent.com and you can click the tab books and it will take you right there to the link for my new book it'll actually take you to my other book as well take charge but if you've got a, a device that you like to read on you can have your phone you can have your iPad your tablet your computer whatever it is download the free Kindle app And when you do that, you can go on over to Amazon and you can order this book. I priced it as $3.99 on purpose. I wanted to make it to where everybody could get a hold of this book so that it could be encouragement to them. And also there's a way that you can even purchase this for your friends and family. There may be someone that you want to help encourage and you can go on there. And as long as you've got their email that they use for their Kindle app, you can order that book and it will be sent to them right then and there. I've had a lot of great testimonies coming from it and how it's blessed others. And, you know, that's my main thing is I just want to encourage other people. I want to bless them. And this devotional is very near and dear to my heart. It reads like a Jesus calling devotional. So when you read these devotions every day, it is like the Lord is speaking to you. And so the Lord laid on my heart to do this. And so this can compiles all of the things that God speaks to me during my prayer times, just uh, great prophetic words that he's given me that I want to share for you. And this is volume one, and there are many, many more to come. So be watching for that. But I just wanted to take a second and share that with you. And I want to say that this book also means a lot to me because of who I dedicated this book to. I dedicated this new book to my mom and many of you followers that have been following my podcast that have been listening to them know that my mom passed away last August of cancer. We found out last July that she had cancer all throughout her body and three short weeks later, my mom died of cancer and she went on to be with the Lord. 
And as I was writing this devotional, as I was doing what the Lord wanted me to do, God spoke to me that I needed to dedicate this book to my mom because my mom was the first person who ever taught me how to hear the voice of the Lord. I remember when I was five years old, we had just left a church service and we were in the car on the way home. And I waited until we were all alone. My dad had got out to run into the store. And when we were all alone, I told my mom, I think that something happened tonight. I think that God was speaking to me. And it's for some of you, maybe you know what that feeling is. You get those butterflies in your feeling. Your heart starts beating um, fast in your heart and, and you start feeling sweaty and you're, you're thinking, I think the Lord might be speaking to me. And I told my mom how I felt that night when I was five years old. And I'll never forget what my mom said. My mom said, Beth, that is the voice of the Lord speaking to you. And I felt like at that moment that God was wanting me to go forward and give my life to him to be saved. And so my mom said, you know what? That was the Lord and you need to act on that. And so the next time we were at church, I did. I went up. I gave my heart and life to the Lord. And my mom impacted my life in such a great way because she was the first person that ever taught me that I knew how to hear the voice of the Lord. And so I, I needed to know that. And so when I was writing this devotional, it's all of this, this special things that God speaks to me during my, my prayer time. And I believe that it will be an encouragement to you as it is to me. And as we're talking about, you know, that I dedicated this book to my mom, my mom really made such a great impact on my life. And that's what I want us to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about how God created each and every one of us to make an impact on people's lives. You may be thinking, well, I don't know about that, Beth. I don't know how I could make an impact on someone's life. Well, I want to encourage you today that God has created you to do that. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a grandmother, whether you're an aunt, whether you're an uncle, a grandfather, whatever you may be, maybe you're a brother, maybe you're a sister, I'm not really for sure, but you have someone in your life that you can influence and you can make a great impact on. And I want us to look at 2 Timothy 1, 1 through 5, and I'm going to read in the Passion Translation today because I really love this version. And it says, this is Paul talking to Timothy. It says, this letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I have been sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Jesus Christ. I am writing to Timothy, my dear son. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did, night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother, mother Eunice, and I know that same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into the flames the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid hands on you. 
Isn't that such a great scripture? I want you to, I want you to listen to this. It says, I remember your genuine faith for you share your faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. Wow. Here's Timothy doing a great work for God. And Paul goes back and says, because of what your grandmother did and what your mother did, you are doing great things. His grandmother and his mother made such a great impact on his life that it helped prepare Timothy for the ministry to make an impact on other people's lives. And I love how God does that. He will place people in our lives to impact us. I want you to think today, think back about some people that have been in your life that has made a great impact on your life. Now, then I want you to think about how God has created you to make an impact on someone else's life. Listen, I know that we can think and that we don't have it all together, that how could we make an impact on someone else's life? One thing I know about the Lord, it's not that we have to have everything together. It's that we just allow him to work in our life. Sometimes we feel like we've got to know the Bible from front to back and have every scripture memorized before we could ever share the gospel with someone. We think that we have to have all of the answers before before we could ever go and share about Jesus Christ. But that's not true. We do need to know the word of God and we do need to have that inside of us, but we can't allow that to stop us that we don't know everything because there's no perfect person in this world. God is looking for us to be obedient. He's looking for us to say, you know what? I don't have it all together, but whatever you want me to do, God, I'm going to do it. Think about all that God has done in your life. What has God brought you through today? What has he carried you through through the years? What is your story? You know, that's what we need to do. We just need to share our story with other people. And I want to encourage you today that you may not know what God's created you to do. You may still be searching on how you can do something great with your life. Well, I want to let you know today, one of the things that he's created you for is to make an impact on other people's lives, that God has called us to do that. You know, I know that there's been many, many times in my life that I've not felt like I I'm have what it takes to do the things that God's called and created me to do. You know, I remember when I was a mom for the first time and I had Stephen and I didn't know anything about being a mom. I had no idea about nothing. And I remember when we were getting ready to leave the hospital with Stephen and I said, you know, do I need to set an alarm clock so that he'll, I can wake up so I can feed him so I'll know when he's hungry. And I'll never forget when the nurse looked at me with such a sweet little smile and she said, honey, your son has an alarm clock built inside of him. And sure enough, Stephen did have an alarm clock built inside of him. And he did know when to let me know he was hungry. You know, I, I could look back and think that I didn't have all the answers when I was a mom. And I still don't have all the answers being a mom. Yes, my children have grown. My son's getting ready to be 23. He's married. And my daughters are 18 and 19. I'm learning to be a mother-in-law. And, you know, you would think that, well, since 
once you don't have any little children, then then it's easy. But no, it's not. I'm still learning how to be a mom to adults and how to be what I need to be. And, you know, we think sometimes that we just, we don't have what it takes. But I want to encourage you today, you do have what it takes. You have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. You have what it takes to make an impact on other people's lives. And so it's not that we have to have it all together or that we have to have all the answers or that we know the Bible from front to back and memorized and and can quote all of it. It's that we are obedient. It's that we're going to do whatever God wants us to do. It's that we're going to live our life in front of others. It's actually that we're going to point people to Jesus. It's as simple as that. I love what it says in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It says, Your lives light up the world. Let others see your light from a distance. For how can you hide a city that stands on a hilltop? And who would light a lamp and then hide it in an obscure place? Instead, it's placed where everyone in the house can benefit from its light. So don't hide your light. Let it shine brightly before others so that the commendable things that you do will shine as light upon them and then they will give their praise to your Father in heaven. So I want to ask you today, is your light shining? Are you pointing others to Jesus? What you're doing in life, is it really pointing others to Jesus? Because you know what? We can do all of these things that we feel that are important in life. Maybe when you're raising your children, you're taking them to practice after practice and meeting after meeting and all of these things. And those things are important. And it's important to be a part of our children's lives and and to support them. But when it's all said and done at the end of the day, did you share Jesus with them? Did you point them to Jesus? When when it's all said and done during the day, did you point your coworker to Jesus? Did you point your family to Jesus? How are you letting your light shine for others to see? Because that's really all it is, is sharing the love of Jesus with others. God has called us each and every one to impact all the people around us. And that is what God wants us to do. So I want to share a few things. If we are going to impact other people, here are some things that I in my life know that I have to have. I have to be a person of prayer. If I want to make an impact on other people's lives, then we've got to pray. We've got to know that we have to be a person of prayer because God is our source. You know, we can't make it through the day without prayer. Prayer is communication with God. Just like we talk to our husband or our wife or our best friends or our children, it's communication. And I remember, you know, my husband and I, we've been together since we were 15 years old this summer in June in just a couple of weeks. We will be married 24 years and it's been wonderful. And, but I know that whenever we were dating, when we were dating, we were getting to know each other. We were having to spend time talking to each other and communicating to one another. And that's what God's called us to do is to spend time with him and to pray and to communicate with him. And that's all that that is, is having time with the Lord, talking with him. You know, I know that if I'm going to make it through the day and be everything that I need to be, then I need to have time with the Lord. You know, it says in the Bible often that Jesus went 
a way to be alone to pray to the Father. If Jesus himself needed to pray, how much more do we need to pray? We need to pray for God's strength. We need to pray for God's guidance and wisdom and direction because who knows what we're going to face for the day. But we know that if we've spent time with him, if we've taken time to talk with him, then he's going to lead us and guide us and direct us. And you know what I love about it is that when we spend time with him, we learn what his voice sounds like so that we know how to hear him so that he can tell us what he wants us to do and how to react during the things that's going to come about for the day and what we need to say and what we need to do. So if we are going to be a person that impacts others, then we need to be a person of prayer. We've got to know that we need the Lord and God will let us know how to pray and what to believe for. And that's so important why we need to pray because we need to know what we need to be asking him for, what we need to believe God for. You know, James 5, 16 says that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So when you're spending time with him, you've got to grab hold of the promises that he wants you to hold on to. And I believe that we set the atmosphere in our home. I believe that we are the thermostat and we set the temperature in our home. And we got to know that we've got to have God's help. We have to be a person of prayer. And then also, if we are going to be a person that impacts others, then we have got to be a person that is persistent, that we are not going to give up. When times get hard, we're not going to give up. When things seem like everything's going crazy and it's chaotic, we have to know that we're not going to give up. Don't give up on the promise you're believing God for. You know, Hebrews said that God said he would never leave us nor forsake us. So we've got to know that God's with us. No matter how the situation may look, no matter what we may be going through, we've got to determine and make up our mind. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to be persistent. What God promised me, I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to believe God for it. Whether you're believing God to save your family, then believe God to save your family. Whenever your family's acting like a fool and it doesn't look like they're anywhere close to being saved, you got to stand on that promise. If you're standing on a promise that God's going to restore your marriage, stand on that promise and don't give up. Maybe you're believing God for a healing today. Stand on his word that by his stripes you are healed and don't give up. The enemy wants you to feel like you need to throw the towel in, that you need to give up. But I want to encourage you today, don't give up. Be a person that is persistent, that you're going to continue to believe God for your promise, that whatever God said, you're going to believe him to do it because God is faithful. He's so faithful on the days that you think you can't take anymore. Don't give up. You may feel like things that are happening all around you. Don't give up. You may not have seen your promise yet, but don't you give up. Don't give up today. Listen, there are things that God's promised me years ago, and I'm still holding on for that. I'm still believing God's promise. And I'm going to tell you, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So you just rise up today. Rise up and believe God is going to see you through because he is. You have to learn to be a person that is 
persistent. You know, Sarah in the Bible, I love the Bible, the story about Sarah, Sarah and Abraham, and God promised Abraham and Sarah a child. And Sarah got tired of waiting on God. She started looking at her age. She was well past the age to bear children. Her husband was well past the age to bear children. And it just looked like it was an impossible situation. And Sarah didn't know how it was going to happen. And then also Sarah got tired of waiting around. And so Sarah took matters into her own hands and she ended up having her servant sleep with Abraham to produce a child. And then it just became a problem and it just gave her a headache. And she had all of this frustration. Why? Because she didn't wait on God's timing. She looked at the situation and thought it looked impossible. I want to encourage you today, whatever you're going through, if God promised it, He's going to bring through what he promised, but you've got to wait on his timing. And then thirdly, if we're going to be a person that makes a great impact on people, we have to be a person of faith. We've got to believe that God is faithful and he will do what he said that he will do. When situations arise and we don't know how it's going to come about and we don't know what it's going to happen, we've got to put our hope and trust in the Lord. We've got to get a hold of his word. We've got to stand on that word and we've got to give the Lord all of our concerns and trust and believe him that he is going to work it out. You know, my mom, whenever I found out that she had cancer, I remember the phone call that I got at 1130 at night and she called and she was at the hospital and she had went in to be tested for pneumonia and they discovered that she had cancer all through her body and she was crying and she was so tore up. And I remember hanging up from the phone conversation and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. The only thing I could think of saying was, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I trust you. And listen, you don't have to have all the answers because you serve a God that does have all the answers. And all you've got to do is say, you know what, Lord, I really don't know how this situation is going to come about. I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to learn to trust you. And that's what we've got to do. We have to be a person of faith. I remember whenever I had become pregnant with my second child, Stephen was around three years old and I become pregnant with my second child and I was 11 weeks pregnant and I had a miscarriage. It devastated me, just devastated me. And then five months later, I got pregnant with Sophia. And I was so afraid and so scared that I was going to miscarry again. And I didn't know what to do. And I let fear creep in and worry and doubt. And there was no way that I could even enjoy what I should be enjoying, that new life growing inside of me. I let fear and worry just overwhelmed me because I was so afraid that I was going to lose this baby again. And you know what? God was so faithful. I remember one day it was time for me to go in for a doctor checkup and I was just praying. I'm like, Lord, I don't want to lose this baby. And God just reminded me of his word. And he said, Beth, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
And you know what? I had to hold on to that and I had to be a person of faith that I wasn't going to walk by what I was seeing, but I was going to walk by faith and that I was going to learn to trust God in that situation. And that's what we have to do. We have to have faith that God is going to see us through. We have to go back to his word and we've got to be a person of faith. And so I just want to encourage you today. I want to let you know that you know what? You've been placed on this earth to make a difference. Yes, you. You may have went all of your life thinking, there's no way I can make a difference in life. I'm not good at this and I'm not good at that. Well, all you have to do is let your light shine. You just have to shine it for others and let it shine because God wants to use you in a great way to share the love of God with others. And I want to encourage you that just be a person of prayer. Spend time with him. Be a person that is persistent, that you're not going to give up and be a person of faith. And I want to leave you with this. I want to share this word that God spoke to me about this. The Lord says, I have called you to be a light. I have called you to be a city on the hill shining from me. There are so many people living in darkness and living in fear. There are so many people hopeless. They are searching for hope. I have called you to be a light to them. I will put in you my words to say to them, just as I gave my words to Moses. Live your life before men as a testimony of what I am doing in your life. Share with others how I have pulled you out of the pit you were in. Don't worry about what to say or do. Just live your life in front of them. Because as you have spent time with me, I will fill you up and then my love will spill out of you and your life and the lives, their lives will be changed and be set free. Isn't that amazing? We don't have to worry about the words. God's going to put the words in our mouth just like he did Moses. We've just got to be obedient. We just have to say, okay, God, use me however you want to use me. Here I am. I want to encourage you today that the sky's the limit. God has so many great plans for you and he wants to use you in a great and mighty way to impact the lives of others that you are going to come across. Well, I hope that this has been encouraging for you today. I also want to let you know that you can go to www.bethasargent.com for more everyday encouragement. You can find the link to more podcasts there. You can find the link to my new book and you can also uh, click connect and you can find ways to connect with me on social media. But I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I also want to encourage you to please share, subscribe, and leave a positive review. And I just want to let you know that I am praying for you. God bless you and have a great day. Thank you for joining us for the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a positive review.